Holy shit. I just, I didn't go to work today. Oh my God. Yo, work whooped my ass since yesterday when I was on that bus. Oh my God. You don't understand what I say. When I say whoop my ass, like, it beat me up, woke me up, and then beat me up again. And then I woke up again, and I felt so hurt. Like, thinking about going felt like more pain. I didn't know this, but... If you work, like, the way I went through to get to work was one thing. But, like, if you work the way I did, it was a very easy job. It just worked in, in a 30-degree 30, 30 weather. It's the stupid part because my body not used to the cold. It was the fact that I walked, like, three miles just to get to the bus place to go. And I barely had shit to eat. I was eating whatever I ate. And then after I had to make it through the whole shit. After that shit finished, I had to walk it up 1.1 miles. As soon as I got close to the damn stop, that's when I see the bus driver want to take off to go to the bus stop. Like He parked ahead. Of the bus stop, just sitting on his phone. I mean, I'm walking. That's when you want to start the bus and then go park at the station. I had to run and I was hurting. My feet was numb and I just was out of it. I felt like I ran. A marathon, I was dehydrated. No real food in my stomach. Then, getting back, oh my god, I can't remember what happened, it's like one of that work where you went to sleep, you got up somewhere in between sleep, just from hurting and having a headache, and then you fell back asleep again, then woke up again, and I was like, ugh, I slotted a little bit, had to adjust myself, felt really cold, and went back to sleep again. And then eventually I got up again to make something to eat to my stomach because I have it. And I was up a little bit and I'm up right now. I've been up like about three hours. It's 7.30 now. So with that in mind, I thought to myself, you can do all kinds of work. This is just what I'm doing right now, just to catch up on shit. But just me doing all kinds of this work make me realize about other people. Other people, other millennials. There's other people that's doing great. They're not doing shit like this. Not talking about the struggle. I'm only speaking on what I know from my experience right now, not what other. See, people, for example, right now, they do have other shit going on. Don't spend time on what I'm doing because I have the time and they may not, and it goes good for them. Me, however, I don't have that. I won't say as a luxury because that'll be prejudice. Because they're doing what they're doing. 
Let me. I was looking online at this. Uh, I looked at dating apps. And then I, something. I went on one, and then I saw somebody had write me. As soon as they wrote me, they added a Snapchat. I went on the Snapchat shit. They tried to sell me OnlyFans shit, and I was like. I was like, my God, like, I know I can't get into a relationship as fast as my ex did and shit, but my God, it pisses me off where it's like, if you're a certain kind of dude, you're supposed to be trying to, yeah, I get that you're supposed to be trying to, I get that in this era and in this time. For us, man, it'd be like, we want to fuck everything in sight. I got to cover a couple of things as I speak, because it's like, I'm going to be unfair. I won't do this justice unless I cover everything that's crossing through my mind. I sound a little bit different because uh, my nose is congested. It's one. I'm playing some audio in the background. I might pause because I'm listening. And I'm, I have a headache. So, I get that. It's, this this era for us has always been the same. History repeats itself. When you're in your early 20s, mid-20s, you want to fuck everything you can and shit like that as a guy. Females wasn't like that back in the day and shit, or they really, really kept under the radar and shit. At a certain degree, we want to be promiscuous, yes. But everybody not emotionally built to be promiscuous and shit. Vulnerability and being used like you don't have no value. Is what nobody likes. Men aren't like that because we built by a certain design that we want to have intercourse or some shit like that. So whatever East, whether you raised in the East or the West, your principles may be different. But here in uh, America, Western society. They push that and sell that so much. So now everybody that really spiritually, if you're not like that, you feel like you need a partner to be with and get to know you when you get to know them. And then after that, stuff like that comes along. That's, that's not something people are upholding to now. So, if, so many things come into account. Like, have you broken those barriers? A lot of people can't break them barriers because they don't know or get in situations for them to shake that. That's one thing. Like, I don't know enough races like that. When I talk, I even feel myself, I battle between, like, personally dealing with motherfuckers thinking, you white. But then at the same time, it's like, and so you I got coons, you got black people, you got niggas. Kind of it's like, and you could think of 
detractor as the I'm lowest sort of point not caring in the temporal how landscape. I talk anymore. So then if you think depending of who I'm around, whereas historical like, system I can only articulate as best as I understand speaking this language. And I happen to sound like this when I talk. Okay. Does that make sense on where I'm coming from? No, I, got, I understand. But what I'm talking about is that for me being black, uh, it's like, yes, as guys, yeah, we want to have, you know, we want to have a lot of females and shit. But that's not going to always be the case, depending on the things you go through. It's sort of eating at me right now because you see, because they push and sell sex so much, it bothers me. Either you're going to have that strong kind of, what the fuck is this? Either you're going to have that strong kind of thing about your nature that, no, you're going to sit here and wait for the right person to come along and, ah, shit. You sit here and wait for the right person to come along, and uh, it's going to be great. But you don't know what page everybody's on. The whole thing that people don't like going through is... I'm going to say right now, the mindset and everybody's background of their minds as guys, but us, just me, if you relate, is like, us guys see that what's going on in this generation is like, nobody give a fuck, everybody want to fuck, that's all it is. So, me, I might be out of date, where I was like, let's say you you with somebody and you make a mistake, you expect them to forgive you. They make a mistake, you forgive them, it's fairness all around, because why? You have intent to be with this person and shit like that. That's why. But if you make a mistake, they don't forgive you. And there was a time where they made mistakes and you forgave them. You you dislike the unfairness. So now if you feel like that, you see that's what's going on. It's like, if I decide to hold my principles to myself, who the fuck want to do that? Like, why am I trying to keep these these? self-imposed rules I sit here not if I sit here diligently for the next three years so-called working on myself building a good business and uh, what they call it character assets and shit like that what have you been doing the past three years You've been getting in our relationships, fucking and sucking and getting coming you and shit like that. And you want to get on a straight path because I happen to think you all of this and that. Like that's just a random thought. It's, it's, it's biased, it's prejudice, it's sexist, it's a bunch of things. But let's put that in perspective. Let's try that again. Reverse roles. Say so you're a female. You spend three years... Being alone, working on your character and self, and all of this shit like that, not paying people any mind, doing what you need to do for yourself to have a better future. Not only culture, right? But biology. So that's what you're doing. And perhaps even. Why do you want to waste your time on the guy? Like, it's always going to be different for females and guys. Whereas, like, with us guys, we deal with the fact that if we don't have all these things like that, not all the case, but. If we don't have a certain thing, so women do not care. Girls is the opposite. 
and you can not have shit. History of the evolution of animals. Still get unnecessary much amount of attention. People be having catfish profiles all day, and you'll still see them get ridiculous amounts of messages. You can have a full bio and everything, the pictures and shit like that. Nobody gives a fuck. But that's online, now in person. You see somebody you're interested as a guy. Mind you now, you done spent the last three years alone doing what you need to do for yourself because you're seeing that it's a very, very uh, make or break world we live in in this society. So now, you mean to tell me if I spent all this time doing this and doing that for myself, I get involved with this person. This person puts me in a bind and feel obligated that I gotta, they they wanna deal with me, but they feel like I gotta commit to them. Why? Why the fuck? Everything I earn and what I, I've been on, I gotta commit to you? That make no sense. So some men may hide that, where it's like, cause for real, like, what the fuck? I done spent three years to be committed to you and get serious with you and shit like that while you was out there doing fuckery and shit. No, men don't want to do that. Females, on the other hand, it's different. Females ever get put in that kind of bind where it's like they spend all that. Time. If they willingly do that, okay. Because sometimes they 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 grow up with both parents in the household. They got certain kind of morals and code they go by, so they be patient. Men in society's not given that turn like that. Men can be like that, but frivolous nature of people is not respected the same way. But I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. I could be wrong on so many points here. But let me continue. I'm tired and battered and beat up from this much work. It's not nobody here, and I state that a lot. I'm not doing Where after I'm done with this phase, it's like, where do you come here and I talk to you and we deal? And it's like, you feel the need that, oh, you make it apparent that you really want to commit to me and you want it to be serious and this, this, and that. And I'm going to thank myself. After my three years, you think that's what I want to do? No. I want to hold the fuck out. If I have you for three months, Okay. Next thing that come along, I have it for two weeks. Okay. The next thing that comes along, I have it for two months. Okay. The next thing that comes along, I have it for one week. Okay. If the next thing that comes along, I have it for five months. Okay. Like that's I'm, you're gonna get into that cycle, and I just foresee it, and I, it's probably happened for plenty of people, because like the emotional draining, like despair you get after reaching a certain point is what happens. Not to say you should fixate guilt thoughts like that. It's just America right now, I guess. Being around here. Well, the black folk maybe. That's what I gotta make prevalent. There's many kinds of black folks. It's different in the nation of Islam and other certain groups. may not be like they push that. Let's say I'm speaking from an outside perspective of view as a American. Let's try that. Ugh. Oh my god, my head hurts. Well, this is what I mean. After enough of this shit, 
you don't feel like you care too much about anybody like that. Because, like, after you do this alone and shit, you do it for a good time of being alone. And people say it's good to be alone. Okay, if it's good to be alone, it helps you do this and that. Now, what do you think you're going to be like when people are with you or start to be around you? Do you, do you care less? If it's not for the fact that you might have kids as a single individual, mm-mm. it's not good to see it that way. It can be different. It can be positive. It can be plenty of other things. But this seems to be the average underlying tone of uh, how it's going on in society. And I speak about it myself because that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing like that's that sort of a behavior that everybody feels towards each other, or like they views on. They always want to like they're gonna shit on somebody, or when they do this, it's gonna be like that. It's it's just predominant for the millennials right now, from 24 to like 27. When you're in your 30s, it's a different phase. When you're in your 30s, you let you sort of let all of that shit go. You're just doing what you can do right now. Because you feel like you got 10 more years left till 40. So nothing that should be bothering you. You try to enjoy things slow. Because you're like, oh my gosh, you got to marinate at 30. In your 20s, here and there in between. You like take things seriously and try to have a lot of fun. Trying to get experiences. That's what you're trying to do. Understandable. But I see so many points that gotta be covered. Where if you spent so much time at work or family oriented or college or you just was independent from orphanages or the streets or so many thing is then after that you there's a pool of shit going on in society but that's one of them underlying tones I think about it like this where we savages that articulate what we say when we were savages and we couldn't use unlike I'm gonna say savages when we were first man essence of man we could not convey words the way we speak now but the basic things we knew was food, sleep, and sex. So those basic three things we could understand and convey. Now that we can articulate these things and have put value on shit, try to mask it for other stuff at the end of the day. The core behavior of the shit that we do, like, reason why innuendos are still funny is because we understand that nature. reason why people talk about going out to eat all the time, restaurants and shit. Food is always a big thing to people. And uh, sleep is always good. When it's top of sex. The nature of us. Try to get clouded. It doesn't get clouded. I always see it. I see it. Like, why do anything if it's not about those things at the end of the day? Let me get a break, because I can't even think because of the headache from working. After enough work, if nobody, if, if there's people that haven't put in that much work like you, you don't want to deal with people that ain't put in the work you did. You don't want to be around them kind of folk, because it's not easy, because you got to come out your character. 
and you got to do that at some points because breaking your character and what your norms is is going to help you get to where you to see that reality and things you want to do break the character that you have right now that's keeping you from there it's hard to do and when you break it it's like you don't want to be viewed in the old version of you or people could try and cozy up to you it's not shit Burnt that shit. Oh shit. Grow plants, grow mushrooms, and they it just over. It, this is happening. I think you know the whole idea of of drug suppression was based on the very naive notion that there were only a few drugs to suppress, and now you know there are thousands, and there will be thousands more. And uh, a lot of people who never take exotic drugs or would dream of attending a thing like this are perfectly aware of what a racket all this is and how it's just being used, how mafias and governments are basically in business together, you know. The governments repress it, that drives the price up, the mafias deal it and kick back to the governments for the favor of repressing it and all the rest of us are supposedly not to know that this is going on. One of the oldest cons around. Well, my attitude, like media, is a big issue, obviously. And my attitude toward all of that is the culture is toxic. Like, here's the thing. Like, probably Esalen is the place where the idea was born uh, that there are healing images that you can heal your body and your mind through the images that you hold in your head. But I never heard a really intelligent discussion of the implication of that. If there are healing images, there are destroying images, there are sickening images, there are toxic images, and uh, you can bet which are being pervaded uh, in the mass culture because uh, the purpose of capitalism is to imprint its products in your mind and shock is an excellent way to do it and the two areas where as a primate you can be gotten at most quickly is in the area of sex and violence and so these themes for commercial purposes are just played like crazy. So my response to all of this is to er is to say it's a mean war, is what it is. It's a, a struggle over how shall the world be seen and felt. And as long as you're just consuming the memes coming down through the toxic distribution system, you're a victim and a mark. And so what we have to do is produce produce, send stuff up the wire. And that's why I think the web is so fascinating. And as I said, I think of it as a uh, 60 million channel TV. And uh, so whatever your bent is, you should put your message out there. And uh, we should all produce as much art as possible. I mean, I think the leisure and the indulgence that is permitted us 
I'm actually curious, I don't think you do public jobs. And the thing to give back is uh, share your art, share your soul. The reason we are so controlled and abused and misused by our institutions is because we are divided from each other. You know, they have divided us by race, by class, by sex, by political style, all of these ways. When in fact, you know, it's in everybody's interest to have a future, to build a world where children can be uh, raised with some reasonable expectation that socially, you know, humanity will be uh, preserved. So these mass media uh, things, radio, television, and newspapers that have arisen in the last couple of hundred years, this is where a very small group of people uh, literally set the agenda for millions and millions of people. It's called top-down or one-to-many communication. Uh, what the web holds out is this thing called any-to-any communication. You and I can form a secret society. We can form a secret society of 10 people. I can send email to 10,000 people if I want. Uh, the playing field has been tremendously leveled. And then the quality of what we produce can tip the balance still further. Uh, so I think, uh, and the tools that are put in our hands now, uh, you know, Director, Photoshop, all of these things uh, make it possible to communicate outside of these print-created monolithic institutions. We can't really even imagine a world like that. Uh, there hasn't been a world like that since late Roman times. And the Roman hegemony was quite cohesive. But, you know, if you were living in a village in Armenia ruled by the Roman procurator, it wasn't touching you very, uh, very uh, heavily. And I think what people, the, the idea of the citizen uh, is arguably toxic. The idea that we all are participating in some enormous polity uh, works against individualism. I mean, if you try to nail me to my politics, people can't figure out whether I'm a right-winger or a left-winger or what I am. I'll tell you straight out, I'm an anarchist. I am an absolute anarchist. I mean, I believe in people more than abstractions or institutions. I will always rely on people. I you know, to a level perhaps uncomfortable for you. I remember back in the 60s, my line was, if you come upon a mob, you must join. Because the people understand far more than you do about what is going on. And that kind of radical commitment to freedom is going to be necessary uh, to dismantle these, uh, these very, very rigid power structures that are, you know, being shoved down everybody's throat. And so the new culture, I think, is a, is a dispersed virtual culture on the Internet that is not product-oriented. It's aesthetics should rule the world, and the best ideas should win. And, but we all have to stop being consumers. 
We have to redefine really who we are. It's a much more courageous role. I, you know, I'm about 18 months ago, I moved to Hawaii, and I've lived in Hawaii off and on many times. It was not unfamiliar to me. But living off the grid, but with the net, but, you know, 10 seconds away from climaxed Hawaiian rainforest, so I can always push back from my desk and just take a walk in the woods, I realize I think this is how people are supposed to live dispersed over the surface of the earth, very little moving around. Vehicular travel is uh, less and less defensible. Uh, Off-grid, solar electric, information-based, and virtual community that no one can uh, track or criticize because it's all going on on the grid. Uh, I think if you're smart, you should buy real estate in extremely remote areas because soon there will be no remote areas from the point of view of the net. And uh, uh, just a very different kind of world is coming into being. It's not a good time for organization, for massive hierarchical structures that depend on managerial control, and they know it. Uh, you know, it's interesting that corporations, you know, don't seek to grow to the size of nations because it's highly inefficient. You know, no corporation has a welfare class built into it. You know? What corporation has a component inside itself that it sends out checks to every month for not working? Well, the executive class. <laughs> a difference, but uh, see you, see me is uh, hope for the future, and they'll be things better than that. In other words, what I want to end with is telepresence. I agree, there's, uh, you can, nothing will ever substitute for the one-on-one -on -one thing. But on After... Oh, wow, now the charge is on the phone. Okay. Okay. I'm at two percent. I made eggs to eat after that horrible night last night. Drunk a lot of water. <clears throat> I stayed in the heat. Took a hot shower. I've been sweating out and snotting out most of the snot in my sinuses. Sort of help. I'm sort of back in action. I'm not at 100%. I'm at like 70. I'm at like 70. Okay. 60. 
Wait, F4 at 70. I got to understand the point of view that McKenna was talking about. Where my intent to go into work today is trying not to make excuses. Because uh, the world is very funny. I thought about if I go to work every day, did I find a reason why I'm going to work every day? Let's say some people don't find a reason. People just work to work because they just say the same thing. So I looked at if I work six days a week or five days a week, what am I doing? If you was meant to live the life you were supposed to live, you would live that life. If you weren't meant to live that life, how do you transition into it? He was meant to be a psychopath, a sociopath, Ugh. Ugh. a billionaire. What steps have to happen? What choices do you make when you get put into to get you there? So I'm thinking one day I'll work on the wall says for rent. Basically, I'm paying 120 a week. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Basically, I'm paying 125 a week for rent. 120. So, one day at work, depending on what job you got, would pay for rent. If I did a double at one job, Waffle House job, that would be $64, $65 as a cook after taxes. So, yeah, that's a double shift right there just to pay for one week. If I work one shift at HelloFresh, one shift pays for one week. Me staying here. So then I thought about I work four or five days a week, and I started to see if I worked one day, that would just cover it. The next day will be for what? Credit. I got credit cards. Make a minimum payment on each one: twenty dollars or thirty dollars. Okay, what will be the third day work before? Third day of work would be for to save half of it. Or put some of it in like stash acorns, something like that. Credit karma. Oh shit! What? <gasps> These people on YouTube, like when they tell you about steps you gotta make, they be generic because they don't understand what you're going through and they don't know what everybody does for a living or source of income so they just gotta tell you broad stuff that can cover what you do to become a millionaire 
make a good amount of money and shit. I'm just literally stating stuff that I'm doing right now. The fourth day would be for food and a bus pass. So I think a hundred something dollars in groceries every week. A few frugal spending, depending where you shop, Dollar General, Family Dollar, Walmart. So one person like me should be about $100 in groceries that I need to maintain for myself. Covering stuff that I can stretch out and cook at home. It's one day right there. So two essential days that I would need would be for rent and for food, definitely. Two days guaranteed you would have to work. The fifth day would be for what? The fifth day I got was on Thumbstack and Fiverr. Like if I wanted to pay to go to a studio to do music or get a photographer or help get t-shirt designs. But designs that I got is basically for ideas and stuff that would probably come back later on in the future. As long as you invest into it. If you don't make money now, just invest into it. Like even advertising. I go on Google. You can pay for Google ads. Or Instagram too. You can put ads on Instagram or Facebook. If you didn't know that. So that's what the fifth day of work would be for. The sixth day of work would probably be for going out for myself. Like, um, get me clothes. Or, uh, go to the gun range. <coughs> go to the gun range. Um, uh, what else do people do? Restaurant. Something to go out. Somewhere to a bar or some shit. People go out to see shit. I don't just lollygag in places. So I don't go out. The fuck? When I go out, is at the expense of someone making money off of me? That's not what going out is supposed to be about. The investing thing I talked about was also day trading. Gotta try some of that. Need another computer. MacBook is not really uh, something that they really like. So, I have to keep it in mind when I speak about it on here. Remember, I think I said it before. What revolves around you? And what revolves around money is different. <laughs> like, what revolves around money is time. Some days your, your money's worth more, or it's worth less. You can check Bitcoin if you think I'm lying. Knowledge. The more things you know to make money, the more you can make. Emotions. Things you feel like you want to do, 
The things you don't feel like doing affect it. If you take out emotion out of the equation, you probably may make more money or lose money. Energy. How much of something can you do for a certain amount of time? What's going to be the maximum you can gain from it? The resources, tools of people, things that you can do to make the money keep coming. Then if it was to replace money and put you in that spot of money, that was the trick right there. You represent that thing. Because I got a box right here. In this box, I see money. In another box outside of that, I put law. The laws around money. Because they technically say that there's no limit to how much you can make. But there's a law behind money, and they created laws around money. The government did. And who created the government? runs the government what is outside of laws of law that to a certain point is spirituality in the universe like for example you got the lottery the lottery was designed to give people the sense of probability and taking chances it is but there's laws to how it happens it's programmed, it's codes, it's not just something just randomly that happens. Believe it or not. So, the laws that exist outside of the laws of money is what should be a bigger thing to see. Because you'll hear people contradict themselves. I heard this person say, hey, oh man, my focus is getting money. And I said, your focus is on a inanimate object that doesn't even know you exist huh. so they push that term getting money and it's mostly about black people I can't even lie to you where I always hear that is amongst the black people because if, if you focus on your being your being attracts a certain amount of revenue just for you existing if you can implement different natures of your being you get certain different kinds of channels you hit the right channel, brings a source of revenue for however long that may last. You switch the channel, might get a different one. But when you don't channel the being, it's like you're looking at it so linear in one way. Some people get on the right channel and it works for them. Other people don't even know what the channel is. Other people just be watching other channels of how people get money. That's what I'm getting so far. Okay, phone will die now. It is uh, about to be two. I'm making a little walk to work. And I'm looking at nature, the little nature that is here, because everything's mostly been bent or built. The trees don't give a damn about rent. They don't worry about dying because they don't ever die. Even if you was to kill a tree, you cut it, cut the branches, fall onto the ground, let it rain, get sunshine. Then it come back to life.
start the whole process again. Everything about this anatomy is made to do that. Anyway, I'm walking and looking at us humans. And the shit that I'm seeing when it comes to being raised in this Western society, being an American. America's got so many conflicting views and ideas, it's ridiculous. Make your head spin. America wants people to be independent. They want family, growth, and prosperity. Prosperity, the whole bunch of these things, you know, had to be spent. If I could, if I could actually put together all the things that they push, that would be a whole—I don't know, maybe four hours. Try and explain that shit. But let me just go at once, like, get what I'm talking about. Like they'll push independence and doing things on your own and shit, but they don't give a damn about you and what happens about doing that. It's the whole downside to it that they don't explain to you. They'll, like, for you trying to make what you're trying to make, you need support from the others, from people in society. There really won't be no support when you do it initially. They just want you to do it and leave you on your own. Okay? So, whatever it is you decide to pursue, wherever it came from, Whatever taught you into what you're trying to do, like, if you pursued selling guns, you would have to find an environment to sell guns in, and people like guns, and people that make guns, and everything that comes along with the notion of gun sellers, like the NRA. Like that, for example, is a healthy group of people, how they view guns, and guns are for protecting, or they just think guns are for killing, whatever it is, I'm just saying. So America has a lot of that going on in so many pockets. So, the underlying tone of you trying to do something existing, I realize, and they make this a thing, if you don't have money, it's irrelevant. But not money should be not the thing. Money should be the platform on which you maintain. Like, if money wasn't a thing, you would have to do something to make a living. But we got to go back to remembering that. I would say remembering what that is. We got filter. It's so much defiltering we need to do because we've been polluted. The pollution and the mindset of humans is ridiculous. If you could build a car, if it took back in the day six, seven people to build a car because they learned everything about a car. You could make a living because car is a tool that people use. Okay, you a farmer, growing crops and doing that whole shit can help you because you you depend on the land and the people that make the metals for the cars. They know how to melt down and know exactly how much of what goes into what to be able to give you the outcome you need. So. Uh, people that bury people, I'm starting at a funeral right now, those people make a living off of the dead. So it's like understanding the nature of things that help people make a living. Now here's the issue. 
where that came to conflict with people in society is that you don't have a voice if you don't make money. Lots and lots of money. People don't care about your opinions or your emotions if you don't have some kind of platform to stand on that you make a living off of of people to really care. If you're in the same predicament as them, they do not want to hear shit you have to say. And I agree to a certain point. But what's to say that same person that's standing by you is shared a different narrative and point of view that would benefit you. You're not going to take it. And let's just say three, four months down the later, they come and coincide with someone that does have lots of money and want to support the notion on what they're selling and think everything what they say is very useful. And now they got a platform. Now do you listen? Like that's basically what you see. Oh shit, this car stuck in the street. <sighs> oh, probably needs some radiator fluid. I don't know, but like, example, this guy stranded right here, because I've been stranded before. You see a person stranded, guys, especially black guy. I get stranded, people will drive past my ass, not give a fuck. I'm a hot, sexy, 24, 26 year old female. You're gonna have at least 10 people trying to help me. Why is it like that for us? Who knows? But they do that. Well, there was this one time, I think I helped this guy. He had like a Kia Rio, his alternator kept dying. So <laughs> he was gay. So he did this thing where like he gave me this like, like stare with the eyes and shit, with the eyebrows and stuff like that. Cause I helped him and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, um, you, you, the help is uh, okay. And he was like, he was appreciated. He didn't speak no English, he speak mostly Spanish. It was funny, I remember that time. Okay, back to what I was saying. But look, like, if you feel some way about me saying, oh, what is him being after doing anything? It wasn't that, it's because I had to remember that that was a big thing about it. Because look, when it's a girl and a guy, like, dynamic, let's say you a girl and you're going to help this guy. Girls are going in straight forward eight times out of ten with no intent on like, oh my gosh, I want to help this guy and probably talk to him and fuck with him. He in a fucked up situation. On the flip side, it's the guy and the girl's in a fucked up situation. Oh man, this girl's fucked up in whatever the fuck it is. She probably don't got a boyfriend and shit. He go going in totally different views. So now if you flip the dynamic, now let's say it's a straight guy and it's a gay guy. So now look, it's the gay guy and it's like, he in a fucked up situation, I couldn't help him. He, his point of view may be where it's like, ooh, you never know, I can reward him for helping me, whatever, whatever, and shit like that. And that's the only natural thing, because it wouldn't work like that with women. Women won't be like, oh, you gave me a hand and helped me, I'm not gonna reward you with, you know, extra, whatever it is, it could be, I don't know. That's why I had this, that's why I'm saying that dynamic. I'm not saying that's all gay people. Don't run with that thought, because people want to come after people for saying shit like that. He was a cool Hispanic guy, you know, but very chubby, weird. He had these contacts on. Um, now I'm sitting here out in traffic waiting to take the bus. And the headache is still there. There's some people that drive their cars with no malintent. Because 
I'm seeing that anything that you do end up getting like you over there in the Cadillac SUV with your nice extensions on. Okay, I respect that. Everything you got, you was meant to probably have. Like when I was saying earlier, the billionaires and the millionaires, it's stuff that they had to do or get into a certain character to finally get them where they are. If they content or not content with that, who knows? This is the trivial thing about the universe. It was how we are going to die is probably already guaranteed that you will die. How you will die, you don't know. How you're living is sort of up to you. Depending where you keep yourself and where you stay and what you go to and choices you make, it really will affect what you're going to have in the life that you're living right now. It's a crazy thing to say. If you could actually understand what I just said, it's a lot to chew on right there. Maybe I can break it down a little bit more. Okay. I know what I know because of where I'm raised and where I come from and the things that I've seen. And a domino effect of choices that I have made along the way of me living, stuff that have come my way for me to choose to do. You probably the same way if you're listening to this, right? So now, usually when you go to sleep, if you sleep or dream about these things, there's gonna be like, what they call it, a roster of random variables in the universe every day that could happen to you as you live. But you, it's affected by plenty of other people in this chain of events that's going on, by other people's choices and actions that they're gonna take. Right now, someone decided they're gonna snap from all the torment, emotional stuff they got going on, and they wanna just crash their car into some shit. Okay, they decide to do that. Now they crash into another person and shit, and then go on a rampage. Come to find out that that person is a multi-millionaire, and they decide to lose their mind. The kids, or anybody on that will that they have, automatically get an inheritance of millions of dollars, unless that happens to be your girlfriend. Your girlfriend, who you're staying with, and you guys make an average income in the household, now become really rich millionaires, or she decides to leave you. It's all a chain of events, because she probably didn't wake up expecting to inherit a lot of money. Now, what I'm saying about this crazy-ass system and variables in the universe is that it is always that constant thing. So you can just be living and existing, just... Try to keep things in a flow that matches your nature and your inner being. And some of those things may come to you. Like if my inner nature is to be a car person, I like working on cars and drag racing cars, because that's something I find entertaining in this body and this presence of being. I keep things aligned in that nature. Who knows? I might come across a classic car, or I might meet a female who loves cars just the same way I do. You don't know the variables behind it. You might get an endorsement, some shit like that. This is what I'm talking about. I'm a mess of so many things that I like to do. It's just a confusion. And the universe is hard for it to compute to help give me out an outcome on what I'm really drawn to like that. I will attest to that much because I even noticed that yesterday as I looked at how my room looks like a, I don't know, 
how you describe it, but it looks like that poster board they have with every crime scene unit where they attach one pin to the next thing to the next thing and how it all became a web network of shit of organized crime. That's what it looks like. So, what's going on? If I personally have that going on, the universe is going to have an algorithm that can really set me for until I gain some kind of traction on doing this shit. But I do see that I've kept consistent trying to uh, oh shit, is that the bus? Uh, to stick with these podcasts. <sighs> I have a headache. I don't want to go eat this. Um, I think I'm going to get Chinese a burger here. I'm trying to get enough food to stretch me for work. I've gotten like $70, $50, uh, something like that. They haven't paid me. I'm on the bare minimum. They say when you're on the point of a break of an abyss, is when things tend to roll around. I'm waiting to see that. I'm on par with everything else, which caused me to be broke. Oof. Um, I guess I can't publish the shit that I've been um, saying because uh, when I'm away, I have no internet. So I gotta wait till I get back home or if I get on one of these buses that have Wi-Fi. Who would have thought in the future buses would have Wi-Fi? I'm from Miami. I would have never thought that a bus would have Wi-Fi. Yeah, we're going back to 2008 and six or some shit. Yep, not at all conceivable. But it's 2020, 2021 right now, and it's a thing. Um, this, this podcast that I started today was the physical world. I am looking at the physical world and the material things that come with it. So, what do I mean? Get to the point. I'm human. I tend to talk about things that uh, I tend to be sensitive to that I've come to feel sensitive about. Yeah, we can agree about that. Okay. I'm going to try to make that general for other people too. That's not taking people to account. Let's try not to take people into account. Whatever you are doing, wherever you at, I don't know what you can see. So I'm going to have to give you a visual, visual, visualization. It's hard to say that with a coach. There's plenty of people like me or people that were like me. You're going to reach a point in time. Like, let me, let me point out cars. There's a Challenger over here. You see a Land Rover. You see a Mercedes. Infinity. Let's say you're a car person like I mentioned before. Oh, let's see, you you see these nice clothes, these name brand stuff. They look nice, and they're a lot, and you may not have the funds to get them or know how to make the money to get them, right? So there's a nice $2 million home, there's $150,000, there's a house. Luxury brand name quality shit that you just want to have. Now, why do you want to have them? And then these millionaires and billionaires don't always say that because they don't have friends like that at a certain income class, you start to lose certain people. You don't have certain people around you anymore. And they always say that on um, Alux. I watch those videos too. They're on YouTube. So, why is that? 
because you maintain a skill or some kind of things that you do that take up your time that you lose those things if you don't have a family and here comes the truck This is what I be talking about. When I start doing something, that's when shit noise like this starts coming up off the blue. Why do you want these things? Well, you probably want these things because you might get recognized for things that you have or who you are. I don't think I would want any things like it's like you want these things to have certain kind of people appreciate who you are. They're not gonna appreciate who you are. The things you got is what they appreciate. And they think you match the things that you are. Should you still want those people? If by some weird reason in the next three years, let's see, I figure out a way to become a multimillionaire. And I have bought me, what, what car do I like? I would say in the, let's say I bought me a Ferrari. If I bought me a Ferrari, what kind of people will I have around me at the time of buying this Ferrari? Like, do I want these people around me because I have a Ferrari and have these nice things? Or do I want these people around me? They, they, they push this a lot, you see. They push that a lot. You know, your day one people. I got it. That's cool. I'm not really on that like day one people because you're going to get people and you can set yourself in a different setting so it's not to be cold to everybody. Like, if you get in film industry or music industry, it's not supposed to be like you keep everybody out because they weren't there since the beginning type stuff. I mean, you won't get far with that kind of attitude. So they tell you that they want stuff for a little bit, but what you realize is if you have nobody from day one, you probably don't end up with nobody uh, a day in, whatever the case may be. So I wouldn't really push that all the way. You gotta have like rings, outer rings of people, inner rings of people gonna have to meet and work with what they made thousands of black owned businesses at your fingertips official black wall street wow people gotta go to a platform now for black wall not only the fact that they physically destroyed the real black wall street now it became a thing on an online app on the Google Store and the Apple Store, which are owned by black people, what do you use them as a means, a medium to get to official Black Wall? Damn, they pushing this shit. This funny. Black Wall Street. That's funny as fuck. The most subtle ways they try to hide it. And it's in a predominantly black place in Decatur. Atlanta. I'm not gonna say pander to those that demographic, but as I was saying, what I'm talking about is usually general for even Indian people, Mexican people, Asian people, Japanese or Chinese or South Korean, North Korean, Vietnamese, African. It's like you always gonna see. That when you attain a certain amount of things, why did you really go after attaining? Was it in the foreground of your mind thinking that this is what you want to attain? This is what you want to attain to be? Or you want to attain these things because of what comes with it? 
we battle between that on the wishful thinking of what we would want to do if we had these things. And if by some weird reason we get them, a lot of things we notice not that they won't go that way. I'm saying that now, I'm just picking this up now. So no one didn't say I didn't say it ahead of time. And uh, another thing, people like to use religion when it works to their favor or when things are going bad. They really do. They really do. I can, I know how people can attest to that. But some people know. Things are going bad, they, they are right. They go, they pray to God. When things are going good, yes, they thank God. They always in between, rather good. Those are cool people. Uh, well, now the audio's getting too loud for me to talk, so I'm gonna have to end this short.